up, mixologists? It is your boy, the, uh, let's say I'm the Ohioist of kids. And with my host, or with me, I have my host, the most king of blacks. Uh, And today, we are bringing you an unhinged episode, if you will. As you can tell by that previous little line I had there, I'm not right in the head tonight. But that's okay. There's a reason for it. I had a good time. You know, I made some curry. I'm drinking some Mike's Harder Lemonade. You know, and I'm, I'm happy, all right? We got we got some stuff to talk about. It's a little it's a, it's a little unhinged episode, huh? But HD, what you got? What, what you what you drinking on? What I'm drinking on, yo. So, you know, all right. So, uh, guys, you know, this this is a a day shift. This is a night shift. You know, you come in at night, you leave like at whatever time, way at night. So I got paid that night. Your boy, your guy. Went to the store and got some tequila, rose, strawberry cream. Oh my! It's my first time trying it. You guys are, you know, you know, you guys are out there. Oh my gosh, King Emperor, that's grilly. It might be, but this shit good in a boat full, yo. Hey, I'm you need to stick to your tutti frutti fruit fruit drinks. You know I'm over here, I'll raise the glass back to of it. my neck because this thing, this thing, it's tequila. By the way, it's my money. Yeah, so te- tequila, rose, strawberry, cream. You know, if you're 21 and over, you sweet. Wherever you live, if you're allowed to get alcohol, <laughs> go go pick some up. Go pick some up. We're not sponsored by them, by the way. Yeah, we're not sponsored. But hey, if you guys are listening, tequila, yee, sponsor your boys. Patron, most definitely though. How you how you, how you guys doing? Uh, go ahead and send me an email. But, um, Crown <laughs> or Crown Royale, yeah, or one of my personal favorites. Uh, what is my personal favorite? Is it Bombay Sapphire. Here you go. Give me that. I'm right here. Uh, Hennessy. But I mean, I don't really drink you guys, but just a sponsor your boy. No homo. <laughs> but um, I would like to dedicate this episode to three specific people. Uh, and that would be uh, Lindsey King, one of my good friends from high school. There's Mariah Kane, who had recently had her birthday, January 28th. And Mahalo, who was turning one, February 3rd. So happy birthday to those two individuals. And the reason why I'm going to dedicate this episode to Lindsey King, because of a recent event we will talk about later in this episode. But it's intro time. So, I recently, just like she just son, moved on to night shift, and I love it. And I've been sleeping more. And sometimes you ever you ever get that time where you sleep too much, but you didn't sleep right. Uh, yeah, you know, I I when I was on days, I I felt that all the time, you know. But I come home, you no, know, I try to sleep. But, like, my mind just, like, constantly keep waking me up and waking me up, yo. Because, like, I got to go to work soon, you know. And, like, this will be 2 a.m. in the morning when I'm finally starting to go to sleep. But And when I do, I just, like, oh, my gosh, my mind's awake. And it's, it's awful, you know. But <laughs> now I'm on night shift, so. so Living, the dream. Living, Living the, the dream. Living the dream. Living like Larry out here, bro. And, honestly, I have, like, the longest I've spent... On day shift mm. was ever since I got here. Like as long as long as I've been doing this for the past like seven years, this mm. is the longest I've been on day shift, and it hurts. Mm. Oh, it hurt because I'm not a morning person at all. I can't stand waking up in the morning. Good. Like I, I don't know yet. why. Like I don't know why, but like. Mainly because, like, I'm, I'm a night owl. Like, I love the night. Like, any, t- any place I go to, 
I'm always interested in what's going on at night. The night atmosphere, the ambiance, if you will. But honestly, like if you ever like like if you ever been to like any major city in any capital of the world and you go out at night, everything just changes. And that kind of set in for me when I went to Estonia for the first time where I went out during the day, there was nothing but shops and people trying to tell you to come, you know, buy their wares, you know, dwarven crafts, fine dwarven crafts directly from Ozamar. Like people like that, just, you know, out in the street and just chilling, you know what I'm saying? Markets. But then at night, everything changes. You may think, well, duh, it's because it's nighttime. But think about it. The ambiance of the night is what makes a great place. And I love it. I feed off of it. You know what I'm saying? This is, it's my element. Mm. Even when I'm at work, like my mood changes because it's nighttime. I feel more alive, if you will. But no nighttime ambiance ever beats Thailand. And then you might be thinking to yourself, oh, here the fuck he goes, talking about Thailand again. Well, suck it up. <laughs> suck it up. No, I can't fucking wait to go back. And uh, this time, I'm bringing my boy HD with me, so he can have the, you know the feel of it. So he can make, so he can be like, "Well, no, this is why he keeps fucking talking about it." But hey, it is what it is. I'm trying to go. Actually, I'm just trying to travel in general. And I will be the one to say that yes to all you anti-vaxxers that I got. The first part of my COVID vaccination. Boo-hoo. You know what? I'm trying to do my part. All right? So we can get to some normalcy. Mm. So get off my ass. And if you don't think otherwise, and you're just trying to, you know, be that stubborn-ass fucker who's not wearing a mask, or trying to help the community at least, you keep doing you. That is your opinion and your base and your body. But... Don't be mad when you catch COVID. But on a other note, a more happier note, and here you go, before I get all serious, I'm about to you know, put on the gloves and get ass. Uh, I had a pretty good week this week, you know. Pretty decent week, if you will. We got off early on Friday. Always love to hear it. Uh... The Royal Rumble was this weekend. Uh, shout out to uh, Caitlin Naylor for her birthday. Oh, yeah. uh, hey, yo, yo, yo. Happy Monday. birthday, yo. We're not going to sing happy birthday because I'm not in the mood for it. But tomorrow, it don't take up too much time. You. I don't. I'm like I'm that one person who sits there awkwardly while everybody else is singing, and I'm just sitting there like, yeah, yeah, woo smiling you know all that shit and he's got my drink in hand or plate of cake i don't sing the closest you ever hear me singing is probably in my car when i'm alone at or cleaning because you know you gotta clean the house before anything happens company comes over people's comes over anything just relax and, and you know let go by yourself because after time I don't got the voice for singing, as you can see. Or I don't know if my mic can, you know, fully grasp the effects <laughs> of your voice. But I recently realized that my current audio is sounding a lot better, mainly because recently I just figured out that I've been recording off my laptop uh, mic, which... Hopefully, this sounds a bit better. And if it doesn't, it sucks. But it's been an eventful weekend. You know, some moves have been made, but some moves haven't been made. Some moves have been changed. But hey, we're slowly taking a step in the right direction. Tomorrow is Monday. Actually, today is Monday, according to my Japanese-timed laptop. But right now, it is currently still Sunday. So, hi. Hope you have a start, great start to your week. Do not let the fact that 
I'm buzzed. Rachie, how you feeling right now? What's up? What's, what's, your, what's your mental like? Uh, I'm buzzed. I ain't gonna lie. Uh, excuse me. Oh, yeah, I'm That's buzzed. That's disgusting. So. You're, you're canceled. <laughs> but I have been on YouTube heavily. I also have been on Netflix. Uh, I recently just watched, what is it? Irregular at Magic High School or some shit like that. I don't fucking know. I remember of it. But then uh, YouTube, I've just been watching Let's Plays. And recently, due to, if you guys haven't listened to the previous episode, I talked to HG and me to buy in Cyberpunk. He didn't really have to talk to me into buying it because I was going to do it regardless. But I recently just bought it for Xbox One. And so far, I have no problems. The guns are, like, piss poor weak, but I'm pretty sure I'll, once I level up, I'll actually, you know, do some more damage. But, like, right now, it just feels like I'm just shooting, like, little staples. And it's, yeah. like, it's like I got a staple gun. I'm just, and it's almost, who threw that piece of paper at me? Like, that type shit. But I'm having fun with it. A lot of people that I know say the game sucks because of the said game-breaking glitches and all that, that, and the third. But so far, other than the fact that my guns are literally like throwing wet tissue paper at them, I'm having pretty much fun with the game. I'm a street kid, you know what I'm saying? I'm more of a, I was a shotgun person, but like I said, the guns are like shooting like a toilet paper roll at somebody. So I stopped using shotguns, and now I'm using a assault rifle for right now. I'm more of a hacker, so I just try to like keep a distance, you know, you know, hit them from the distance. So maybe I might be, I might try to make a sniper, but who knows. But I'm having fun with Cyberpunk 2077. And I'm pretty sure even if we do get that update here soon, I'm pretty sure I'm going to have more fun with it. But I like the game. Sue me. You know? It is what it is. Everybody has their own different tastes, but everybody has their own opinion. Which is why we started this podcast. Welcome to you new people. And if you don't know what we do or how we do things right here we do it the way we want to because a we are our own producers b we are our own editors c we pay ourselves slightly but hey we fund this podcast by ourselves so we can do whatever we want and if you guys don't feel like you don't need to listen to our opinion more power to you that's your opinion no don't do that <laughs> like, oh, fuck you then <laughs> HD's a dick he's cancelled I'm gonna post about him on Twitter <laughs> oh I do have something so recently earlier today I, I and this goes into the whole you know influencer clout thing I guess <clears throat> everybody has their own sympophilia and all that but this one really grinds my gears a little bit so Recently, like I said, I watched a YouTube video, and there's an influencer, and she is on Twitch, and she recently was on live, and she was talking to a cancer patient, or a a person going through cancer treatment, and she basically just blasted her on her stream, like, uh, fuck you, take off your wig, uh, you're literally a loser. People give you money to Whoa. die, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, right? Whoa. You guys might think our collab episode was bad, but listen to this bitch. She was just going off about how she was ugly. She was going to take our Make-A-Wish funds and the stat the third, blah, blah, blah. Like, she was going ham. And I'm like, wow. Scum of the earth, right? But yet, as she's doing this, she has a little donation bar on the bottom. That says she's trying to get money for a pink Lamborghini. And she, she already has $5,000 into that little thing. Meanwhile, my man HG is slightly pouring his, you know, his effort into his Twitch. And y'all can't even, you know, you know drop a couple of bucks in there. You know what I'm saying? So help him support the streams and shit. You know? Someone who doesn't talk bad about people doing can- uh, having cancer. But she went off just on her and she was like oh i'm not gonna get caught i'm not gonna get canceled this that and the third but karma got that ass because i think 
a couple days later, she fell asleep on stream, right? And while she was asleep on stream, her dad was laying into her sister. I'm talking about like full blown yelling in the background. Like everybody can hear everything. And so everybody in chat, which I don't know why you people watch females sleep on Twitch, you fucking weirdos. Yeah, I've never, never gotten that. Unless, you know, it's severely talking to sleep. Maybe. And no. Like some funny shit pop up, but other than that, no. like, that's some no. weird shit. No, no, wrong. Try again. <laughs> that's weird. Fucking weird. And I'll say it again, and I'll say it forever. It's fucking weird if you tune into a sleeping stream. It's weird, it's crazy, and it's stalkerish. I know why. I've never tuned in. I don't even want, I I don't watch female streams anyway. No homo. But like I just feel like I mean, it's sent as soon as I turn it on. I mean not that every guy or female who watches a female streamer is a sent. I just don't watch female stream. There are just female streamers out there. I gotta actually I gotta be careful. You know, they they're making their money, you know, they're doing good, you know. There's some entertaining streamers out there I've heard of, but I just don't tune in, you know. I mean, most of them, most of them are just like toxic. They talk in a high voice. Oh my god! It's um, the Then, like, oops, I dropped my controller. Let me go get it in the kitchen. Now it's on Reddit. <laughs> it was like, oh, okay. Um, I'm gonna go watch someone else. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. Apex. Like, there's some streamers, female streamers that I watch. But mainly because they're interested in the game. Mm-hmm. Like those like hardcore, not hardcore, I would say dedicated gamers, female gamers, excuse me, mm-hmm. that I'll watch. They actually invested in the game. I don't really know how to pronounce the name, but her name is uh, like Emma so far. And she plays like all the Mass Effect games. And she's played Inquisition first, but now she went through one and two. And now she's going through the Mass Effect series, and they're blind. She's never played them before. That's it. That kind of like to see, you know, those are like some of my favorite games, and I like to see people's reaction when they first play it. Understandable, but you go to this like stream, and there's just a chick just like in a fucking bikini with her like double D like balloons and shit, and you know, just and everybody's just like fucking simping and donating like two hundred dollars at a time up to a thousand. Relax. You know, there's people out here actually struggling. And you guys are over here just like, oh, silicone. Got to donate to that. And more power to you if if that's your your hustle. But fuck. Say some love for everybody else. I mean, I can can simp over Kerry Washington or Tika Sumpner or Alicia Keys. Like, but, uh, fuck. Ooh, what they gonna do? What they gonna do with my money? I can simp over some girls too. Like, I'll I'll simp over a lot of people, but mainly it's only for two weeks. But it's kind of ridiculous how like this this lady was talking about, you know, a cancer patient on her live stream and claiming that she will not and her her followers weren't right her out and this that and the third which some of her followers ratted her out already and so back on i digress and back on topic her dad was you know shown this footage and she was doing a stream and her dad was at work and her and the people watching her stream sent this footage to his his workplace and she called or he called her in the middle of his team and told her to get the fuck out pack her shit go and she was like oh i don't have any wi-fi how am i supposed to book the hotel this that and the third he's like i don't give a fuck get the fuck out Uh, you better not be there when i get there Mm. and then she went on to call the police saying that her dad threatened her life and she's gonna he's gonna kill her and all that shit you know trying to play me all that shit you know what i'm saying i'm like you know toxicity at its finest right and then 
she ended up moving to like or going into a hotel to stat in the third and then people are just still you know oh i'm sorry this happened to you you got done wrong by your dad this that and that third you know you know simping hard i'll get to that <laughs> simping part the simping part comes into play later for all you know you don't know what we were just talking about earlier for this little double header we got You'll know why I'm saying simping is going to be like, you know, a key factor in my later debate. But she ended up getting kicked out of her house and her dad is just like on a fucking rampage. And like, understandably so. I didn't really watch the video, like what her dad was saying to her sister. But it ended up getting like him almost fired from his job. And she's all like, I was streaming, I was sleeping, this, that, and the third. And like... His dad or her dad was just like, yo, I'm done with you. You're a narcissistic little bitch. You're trash. You don't take showers. This, that, and the third. Like he Damn. was just, like fucking her up on stream. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you stink. Ew. I'm talking about straight up baking this woman on the stream. Oh, telling her God. get the fuck out of the house. She's deserving it. I ain't gonna lie. And like she calls the police and she's like, well, I'm a streamer. I do Twitch and YouTube. Just that in the third, but lo and she know, lo and behold, uh, folks, she has an OnlyFans. So it's just funny how like she used she used that little like she played that little card when she was talking to the police and the police were like, um Okay, are you in danger? Like basically like the cop was like, I don't give a fuck if you like George Washington, like he, what, what what's going on? I'm saying, you, to... you didn't read my comment. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't read my <laughs> dodo. <laughs> Sorry, I had to take a little sip, but it's it was just funny to me because like I'm watching, and she's like, and then like you know, karma strikes hard. You know what I'm saying? It like it, it smacked her hard. She got kicked out. Obviously, you know, famous influencers slash people with like you know high grossing OnlyFans can just be get kicked out of their house and then move into an apartment. God forbid that happens to a regular person who doesn't have a personality, I guess, but. She ended up getting a new apartment and then she's all she's on YouTube and Twitter right now or Twitch right now, you know, saying that her dad was wrong for kicking her out. She's calling child protection services, this, that, and the third, blah, blah, blah. And like I'm sitting there and I'm like, cause you know, you might like, Ohio, I didn't know you're the type of person to sip tea. I'm not. But I love karma. Karma does not, you know deviate from anybody i've caught it plenty of times but karma does not run from anybody but also like when people who are think they are above such others get what's coming to them so like i said she's currently going through this that and third she's leaking her father and her conversation this that and the third like their father her father and mother's name she's being toxic about the whole situation like she's trying to send her little army excuse me to like you know bad mouth her parents for kicking her out but in the light of recent united states event events you play stupid games you win stupid prizes Flat out, period, point blank, dot com. But that's my, that was my little information rant for you guys. And you guys may ask yourself, oh, how? Where the fuck is the, the sports minute? Here it is. The Super Bowl is soon. Matthew Stafford may be going to the Rams. Jared Goff might be going to the Lions. I feel that Matthew Stafford is going to excel and the Rams. And that's it. Jared Goff, I mean, he he plays at a good level. Am I going to cap? But I feel like both teams needed a change of pace. Jared Goff is good. But I feel like, like I said, like previous episodes, Matthew Stafford is going to retire with amazing numbers. And if he can do that with the, like, some like some really good weapons and the defense of the Rams, they're going further in the playoffs than they 
you know, ever did. And you might say, well, they went to the Super Bowl. Well, look what that Super Bowl did. The lowest scoring Super Bowl ever. And it was trash. It was boring. It was a yawn fest. But I hope Matthew Stafford finds success in the Rams. And I hope Jared Goff finds success in the Lions. And I will bring you guys more trade updates and offseason moves as the uh, as offseason progress. And that was your sports minute. Cut down to like 30 seconds. Whew. Winded. Let me take a drink real quick. Same. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers, mate. So, real quick, and straight to the point. Recently, last episode, we talked about Godzilla versus Kong, right? Uh, we talked about it. Uh, we talked about it. And then <laughs> further, it bled into our work week. So, HG, I love a yeah. good debate. Who's gonna win? And you're and like in your honest opinion, so, who would win? All right, all right. So we talked, you know, and I thought about it, and I went on YouTube, watched like clips of King of Monsters. Mm-hmm. So I think who would win? I my original my original answer was uh King Kong, right? But I soon realized that's who I want to win, you know. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ah. There's a difference, guys. No. But I think Godzilla will win because I saw his fights with, um, I forgot, the other monster she was fighting. Ghidorah. Ghidorah, yeah. Sorry, I'm drunk. <laughs> and, um, yeah. He was kicking ass. He had the lasers. He had this freaking, he went nuclear and shit. Shit like that, I was like, "Damn, my boy King Kong just an eight. You, you know, feel me? I think he, yeah, I think he would win, Godzilla. But I do want right. King Kong to win. I do want King Kong to win. This is a, he's my he wants, childhood favorite. He and wants King Kong to win, but he knows Godzilla won. Mm. And like I said, or like we've said before, this is a Hollywood movie. We're pretty sure that they're gonna fight. They're gonna duke it out, and it's something like. And a third, a third wheel is going to make its way into the fight. Guarantee it, yeah. right? But I always thought to myself, you know, maybe I, I watch, or maybe a fourth wheel. But I watched, or I watched, sorry, King of the Monsters, almost every night, almost every night, before I go to bed. And you might think of it, that's pretty obsessive. Yes, but I also when when, I, when I'm not watching King of the Monsters, I'm watching The Lost World Jurassic Park. Either or, two of my favorite movies of all time. But I was thinking to myself while watching this, if and I'll think about this, H.G. Mm-hmm. If Ghidorah fought King Kong, would he win? Ghidorah? Yeah. No. No. Why? King Kong would not win. Why? <clears throat> Because Ghidorah shoot out lightning out of his, all three of his mouths, bro. What else? I gave he you this information. La- I gave you this information last week. What, what else? Fly. Mm-hmm. And like he just, he just he's just a monster, yo. He, he he's a monster. He that guy's a tank. I'm surprised Godzilla won. He bar- Godzilla barely won. He had help some of the humans. Right, right, right. And so like, I was, like I was I was I was I was I was buying my own black ass business watching this on YouTube. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Damn, <laughs> he get his yeah, ass whipped so right now." Let me let me drop some knowledge on some of you guys if you don't know. This is MonsterVerse Intel. <clears throat> so we're talking a three-headed, air quote, extraterrestrial, air unquote, dragon, three-headed dragon, right? That can fly. And when he flies, mind you, it's not like a gust of wind that Rodan does when he's flying down in, in, down into the, uh, the city and he's blowing shit. No. You might think that's a little bit stronger. Yes. But when Ghidorah flies 
on Earth, in Earth's atmosphere, he creates a tropical storm. It's not, it's not he was flying in it. It's not he was hiding in it. He generated it. Okay? And not only that, he is a three-headed dragon that's pretty damn strong. To, enough to lift Godzilla into the air and drop him from a good distance to the point where Godzilla was literally burning when he hit the ground. And I'll bring that up later. And not only that, Ghidorah has gravity beams. And for all you people who don't think like, well, he's a fucking nerd. The hell's a gravity beam? It's the shit that Ghidorah shoots out of his mouth. Right? So not only is, while King Kong is occupied with his little, two little monkey hands, with his, like, uh, his wings or the two other heads, guess what? Bow! There goes the third one. He has a spiky tail. I'm pretty sure, like I said, is pretty damn strong. And Ghidorah's pretty smart, except for the third head that everybody named Kevin for some reason. But Ghidorah's pretty smart in a certain sense. And well, I'm pretty sure I'm missing something else. Oh, right. The biggest one. So in the middle of the movie, King Kong, or my bad, sorry. Wow. That's the Mike's Heart Lemonade talking. But Godzilla fought with Ghidorah in the water, tore one of his head off, right? And for all you people who've seen the previous Godzilla movies, you'd be like, oh shit, he took off his head. What's going to happen now? Well, guess what? Not even 10 minutes later, he grew that shit back. It didn't take him like a day. It didn't take him a week. It didn't take him a long time. It wasn't like a little fucking little nub. He's, his head grew back almost instantaneously. Instantaneously, sorry. It grew back. <laughs> That's basically what the, like it was singing. <laughs> Everybody in the movie, oh no, Kevin got his head torn off. Well, guess what? It was back. And not only that, that's power. You know what I'm saying? You might think to yourself, what's going on? But guess what? It's Ghidorah. He's an extraterrestrial dragon. So, it brings me to my point. For those of you who think, in a certain logical sense, that King Kong would beat Godzilla... A literal armored tank that's literally a walking nuclear reactor that can shoot. And this is a dumbed down monsterverse version of his atomic breath. With the power, the lower body strength that he has right now. This is what, this is what you guys think that can beat King Kong. You might think to yourself, well, King Kong is, or Kong is smart. He's a monkey. He knows how to grab and uses a... Uh, What's it called? His, what is it? Surroundings to fight for him and all that shit. Like in the, in the movie King Kong, he brought out the tree and, you know, tore off the branches or used a propeller and a chain, this, that, and a third. Well, guess what? Godzilla's smart too. He uses his uh, surroundings for his fights too. In the first movie, the little fucking flying little shit, guess what? Tell swiped into a skyscraper. Dead. Papu beep. Done. And then we're going to go into the whole point where I said earlier about how he survived a damn near, what is it? A high altitude drop. Let's just call that. And so he dropped, right? And I, and I said this earlier. Not only did in 1954, according to the MonsterVerse, when they did the Castle Bravo project, he took a nuke to the face. A nuke in 1954. Fast forward. And the uh, third, and the second movie. This is King of the Monsters, by the way. So not only did he survive the oxygen destroyer. This is the oxygen restorer we're talking about. I'll get to that in a later episode, but right now, it's con it's definitely considered a nuke. You know, in a sense, because not only does it take away the oxygen that's literally in the two mile radius. That. Again, Ghidorah, you know, survived easily, but killed everything in a two-mile radius. Now, now Godzilla, smart as he was, could have stayed there and fought, but he smartly retreated. But he took it. 
later that later in that same movie, Dr. Sarazawa walked a nuke to, up to this man's face, detonated it, destroyed the whole underwater sanctum that he had. Less than 10 minutes, back up. So, and then to quote the same movie at the time when Godzilla took the oxygen destroyer, everybody was like, yo, what the fuck? Because Ghidorah was on top of the mountain with that little symbolic uh, picture of the cross in the, fore- in the foreground and Ghidorah in the background doing that iconic roar, right? He was back there and everybody was like, yo. Who the fuck can do like defeat him? And like we just wiped out our last chance to do it. Take that quote to heart. They knew that Kong was there. They've been counting. They said 17 and counting. Like 30 minutes into the movie, right? Thir- 17 and counting. They knew Kong was there. If you looked at the little map they had, they had Skull Island with Kong on a little blip. They knew he was there, but they were like, yo, who the fuck else can destroy or can kill this uh, Ghidorah? And they said, nobody. None of them. Out of 17 and counting kaiju track monarch monsters, not one of them, other than the one they just attempted to kill with Ghidorah, was able or, or is able to kill Ghidorah. Let that sink in. And then, Kong, as smart as he is, and from the trailer that I've seen, he has like a new axe. This, that, and the third. He punches Godzilla, blah, blah, blah. Like I said, Godzilla can take, he took two nukes to the face. Two nukes. I'm pretty sure you can be as big as you you can possibly be, but humanly possible in certain 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 situations is nothing more forceful than taking a nuke to the face. Because if Kong punched the ground and then there was like a little like a little shockwave and all that, yeah. But we're talking about the nuke that they used to destroy that little underwater sanctuary that he was in, completely destroyed. Because you got to think, oh, the, the shock wave, he took it. The heat, he took it. The radiation, took it. It's a punch. That's a mean punch, my guy. I'm pretty sure someone's seen, like, little, like, you know, nuclear videos where they dropped it on, like, a test site and the fucking building is just phew, disintegrated. Little baby boobop uh, Mothra was up there. It was like, yo, he's right here. He's he's coming, blah blah blah. You may think to yourself, Ohio. Godzilla could barely do, uh, kill Ghidorah, even though he was kind of getting powered up by the nuke that he just took. Ding ding, hello. So you think that King Kong is gonna come in there and start swinging hands? If Godzilla couldn't even beat him by himself, and then eventually, you know, with Mothra's help. Uh, Ghidorah ended up uh, getting killed or damaged enough for Godzilla to hit the finishing blow with the fucking the mouth uh, atomic breath scene at the end. So, to those watching, if you want to watch something in the comments or if you feel like putting any like input, please tell me legitimately how King Kong wins in a fight against Godzilla. You may think you're just a Godzilla fanboy. This is just kind of facts. And Monsterverse facts. Not even not even just like, you know, just me pulling shit out of my ass. This is several facts pulled like pulled from the actual Monsterverse universe, if you will. And history has shown that even like half the time, like there was a, I think there was a movie, there's another one. That Godzilla was the antagonist. And then it took like 
was it uh one kaiju one other kaiju mothra and Ghidorah to to tr- attempt to take godzilla down crazy huh and this is not like godzilla fan i like godzilla he's one of like one of my favorite kaijus obviously but this is just like a legitimate fact like this is like and this is like fact like i said from the monsterverse universe of what the shit that godzilla can do king kong don't get me wrong he's a giant monkey he grew this that a third he's smart or apes sorry he's an ape that grew really big who's really smart he uses his uh surroundings to his advantage and he's going to use that to the fight obviously he has the axe this that and the third i'm not going to get into any theories until i see the movie that's all i gotta say about that you got any input on that Q E D. So, another topic of this episode, this unhinged episode, is the fact that the Royal Rumble was mm, about like thirty minutes ago. So, HG, what 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 was your recent memory on WWE slash WWF? Uh, I don't know. I haven't watched uh, I haven't watched WWE versus WWF in a, in a minute, yo. I haven't watched in a minute. So sorry for me to tell. I am a big fan of WWE, Raw, etc., and I love this the sport. <laughs> mm-hmm. I do wonder. People say rest, the wrestling is fake, but I also do wonder for like a Royal Rumble. You know, you have all these A list wrestlers, right? Uh huh. So how does one pick, you know, who's going to win? Easy. You pick Easy. your favorite. Yeah, you pick your favorite. Pick your favorite? Okay. Yeah. So I've been watching WWE slash WF for, like, the longest time. Mm. For much as I can remember. Like, I keep up on, like, sometimes I didn't, like, bother my parents with trying to get pay-per-views and all that bullshit because, you know, it would be, like, 50 bucks and that, yeah. like, that shit's... So I'm like, eh. but at the same time, every Mondays, Tuesday, Thursday, or Friday, for those SmackDown watchers, it would uh, the pay per view would have a recap on Monday or for Raw, and then Tuesday, Thursday, or Friday for SmackDown, depending on what day the fuck SmackDown decides to, to be on that year. But I was an avid uh, WWE slash WF fan. I was lucky enough to be brought up in the Attitude Era, where Stone Cold, The Rock, Undertaker, Kane, Mick Foley, Triple H, all the motherfuckers are in their prime. Loved every second of it. Uh, and then I hit my teenage, younger teenage years during the, was it Ruthless Aggression area? Ruthless Aggression. Ruthless Aggression. Fuck. That's really tough to say. But that was back when, you know, John Cena, Batista, Randy Orton, Undertaker still. Uh, who else? Mr. Canada. And like, you know, all those people. Like I've, we, I've been through it all, except for the obvious, like, you know, actually, I could say I've been through the Hulk Hogan era because, you know, it was that one match between uh, The Rock and Hulk Hogan, but he was in WCW at the time. But. I'm fortunate to say I've been through a lot when it comes to WWE. So I'm not going to say I'm a professional in it, but obviously people can add their criticism to it. But one thing I have been said that they're not as hungry as they were back in the day. Like everybody's too chill. Like everybody's okay with like, oh, this year isn't my year. Like, no, like back in the day, if like, a motherfucker lost in the pay-per-view and he was like, I want my title shot, this, that, and the third, blah, blah, blah. And he, and he didn't win the title or he didn't have the title before he lost. And the dude just walked out like, I want another match, this, that, and the third. There'd have been three other motherfuckers coming in behind him like, oh, uh, no. That's not how this works. And then, you know, you hear fucking uh, Vincent Kennedy McMahon's music plays and he was like, oh, I got a solution for this. And he was like, in that very ring. And then there'll be a triple threat match or a 
Fatal 4-Way for the, was it, the WWE Championship or the WF Championship or whatever championship, depending on what time you're in. But motherfuckers aren't as hungry as they were. But recently, like I said earlier, there was the Royal Rumble. Like you said, how do you pick your favorite? So a lot of people pick their favorite based on who they've been watching, who can, who can get behind, like who has good like mic skills, who has good charisma, who has you know good wrestling ability or you know performing ability? Who's who's good in the ring? Who has good chemistry? So, for those you don't know, Edge and Bianca Belair won the men and women's uh, War Rumble. Edge came in number two. Bianca Belair came in at number three. And I been ca- always been I've been calling Bianca Belair winning the War Rumble since Monday. And I'm so glad they pulled the trigger on her. It's ridiculous. Because she has great mic skill. She is a like a dream to watch in her ring. Like her chemistry with the people that's been in and the people the fresh faces that come in, the chemistry is there. And you know, it's like it's there's always something good to watch when she's in the ring. There's no just like, oh, I'm just going to take a piss break. And be like, if she's on the, like, the screen, you're going to be like, oh, shit, I need to watch this. And now, as you think, as WWE fans, we're kind of, we're kind of toxic. But there's like the real toxic WWE fans where if you cheer for these people or this certain uh, person for like a while, they'll sit there and turn on you like right on the spot. Like, they'll push you, like, oh, yeah, you know, like, you'll come out, your music hits, and then the crowd goes wild. And then, like, six months later, you walk out, and you're like, this guy's so Like, for example, Roman Reigns. He is the current uh, Universal dub, uh, Universal Champion. And he was part of the Shield, which was getting cheered and booed because they were heel at first and face uh, second. And then Seth Rollins turned on him. And then Dean Ambrose and Roman Reigns are kind of did their own thing. But then at the same time, during the same Royal Rumble, Roman Reigns was getting cheered. I mean, fucking, yeah, every time he did something, this, that, and third. And then he, they, they literally, the literal fans pushed him to a WWE Championship match, right? And then during that time, they started booing him. Like, boo, he's getting shoved down earth, those, this, that, and the third, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, y'all did it. Like, I don't know any other, like, brand that listens to their fans other than WWE. Because it's a story. It's an episodical TV show. There's always, you know, rivalries and beefs with people. You can't do that in NFL. You don't see, like, Drew Brees and Tom Brady talking shit in the fucking middle of the stadium before the match. Like, baseball, like, you don't see the head coaches or the main pitcher or whoever the fuck is a star in the, in a, uh, the league, you know, coming up bet- like between matches and, you know, fire each other on Twitter and shit. You may get that in, like, you know, NFL because, you know, like, sometimes, like, Chase Young was like, I want Tom Brady and look what the fuck happened to the Redskins. But anyway, you don't got, like, LeBron talking shit to everybody in the, in the East because, like, oh, y'all, now y'all need some big teams to beat me and the Lakers and shit. Like, you don't see that. WWE listens to the fans in a certain aspect. Sometimes Vince does what he needs to do. Sometimes if he wants to put a blonde with the, with the belt, he's going to make it happen. That's usually how it goes. No, I'm saying, but they're toxic. WWE fans are toxic. Not gonna cap. But the ones who are like diehard are the ones that are like, yeah, what the fuck is going on? But one thing they did right this year was that pay per view. Like this pay per view was pretty damn good. Not gonna cap. The story behind almost everything that went down in the Royal Rumble, like there's 30 people running into this match, but at the same time, there's always these rivalries that I had in the past that could be brewing in the future. Because wrestle, it's a road, it's the road to WrestleMania. So I usually go into 
you know, some stinks that happen is that they're like, you lend me during the Royal Rumble. I want your ass on the platter at WrestleMania. And they're like, all right, cool. But uh, Drew McIntyre beat Goldberg. For those of you who walk back, back in the old, was it 2002 in the WCW era? Goldberg lost to Drew McIntyre. He caught a couple of Claymores, you know, clack. Uh, Kevin Owens, who I'm tired of seeing on TV, lost to Roman Reigns, thank God. Which is what I was saying that, you know, this man lost three times already. And three times per pay-per-view. And um, let me remind you, a pay-per-view happens once a month. You know, like, someone who, like, Kevin Owens is not the same person you want to see, like, 24-7 asking for a title shot. He's boring. He walks into the ring, takes a big sniff, he yells, and then he stuns people, or he does the pop-up powerbomb, and then he wins, or he loses. In this case, he lost three times in a row in a span of three months in a fiscal quarter. Boring. But Roman Reigns won. Happy about it because he's finally turned heel because everybody was like, we want him to turn heel, but everybody was like, oh, no, that's not a good idea, but they turn heel. But uh, I don't believe Asuka had a match tonight, which was crazy because she already lost the tag team titles to Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax. But uh, Bianca, like I said, Bianca Belair won the Women's War Rumble. And she, like I said, she survived that level, like, at entry number three. And I think they said she was in there for about, like, 50-something minutes. And then right after that, close to right after that, was the Men's Royal Rumble, which was, it started off kind of like, you know, but then again, it started to pick up. Uh, uh, Randy Orton and Edge started off at number one and two. And then later on in the matches, it started getting kind of, like, pretty damn hype. And Christian made a comeback. Shout out to all the peeps. And then, yeah. It was kind of looking like Randy Orton was going to win, come back and win. But he ended up getting tossed out. And then Edge, with the miraculous comeback from 2020, wins the men's 2021 Royal Rumble. And Bianca Belair and Edge have cemented their steps to going to WrestleMania in April. And that's all I got to say about that. I'm happy for it. It was a good pay-per-view. And I loved it. I'm not going to cap. I'll give it a solid maybe 8 out of 10. Combined all the matches. It was pretty good. The Goldberg, Drew, Drew, Breeze, McIntyre match wasn't really a snooze fest. Because usually Goldberg comes in. He does like two moves. And then it's just, he wins. But. The man caught like a couple claymores and he lost. And he was like, all right, cool. You passed the test. So now Roman Reigns, Drew McIntyre, Asuka, Sasha Banks. Oh, Sasha Banks beat uh, Carmella, by the way. Sasha Banks, Bianca Belair, and Edge are now all going to WrestleMania. And that is your one more recap on that. Sorry, I was taking a drink. But HG, have you watched a solid WWE pay-per-view before? I have. I have not. Sadly, I have not. Well, guess what? You're watching WrestleMania when when it comes up. When is WrestleMania? In April. All right, bet. We're watching it. But hopefully around that time, we'll be giving you guys like another, another different ambiance for said uh, April edition of our podcast. But like I said, if it doesn't really happen in April, it's going to happen later, later in the month. I'm excited for that episode. It's going to be a very long special for you guys once we get the opportunity to get where we want to go. But... That time cannot come any sooner. I cannot wait to bring HG and his friend to experience why I love this place so much. And it's going to be even better. 
And it might even be better that I might get to watch WrestleMania from this country. Might have to bring the projector out, you know. Oh, chill out. <laughs> <laughs> what is that, your bag? <laughs> yeah, everybody just stepped inside. Sure. Full, cav- full cavity search. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, no. By her. Oh. <laughs> was it, the, was it uh, that zombie anime? Oh, my gosh. Uh, oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, no one sees full- this. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's going to be trending on TikTok by the time he gets on the plane. <laughs> Guaranteed if he gets a full cavity search. He's like, oh man, is that a panda? <laughs> <laughs> hey. Like, four people know about that. And now, like, 12 other people know. They won't, they won't get it. They won't get it. They won't get it. Yeah. They're going to ask in the Hopefully. comments. They won't get it. Yeah. Yeah. What's that? A panda? <laughs> Talking about designer? <laughs> We're gonna ask him in the comments, damn it. But HG. Yes. I opened this out. Or opened this up. There we go. And now I would love to hear some closing remarks from you. Anything you would like to talk about. Anything you want to, you know, get off your chest. Anything that you could like, you know, you feel like you need to say to somebody or yeah. say to the uh, the mixologist. But yeah. This is the floor the floor is yours. Drop it on us. You know, not not necessary to a mixologist, but people in general, yo. So, we we love memes. <laughs> love them. We, we, everyone loves memes. So, as you guys know, a fan favorite game demo came out. I would say oh. Monday. Oh? Oh, Resident Evil 8 Village. Oh? Hey, guys. <laughs> stop. To you, to you guys, stop being fucking weird, yo. <laughs> Hey, this is an eight no, a foot tall double, not even double D's, triple D's, oh. bussin, oozing, bussin, pale white woman <laughs> in a demo, and it ta- it didn't take you the internet five seconds. Like the demo just dropped, you got into the intro, and people have the memes up about her, yeah. And the sh- the stuff I see, <laughs> the stuff I see is just uh, ridiculous, yo. Ridiculous. I saw, <laughs> I saw, I saw a clip of it, and uh, it made the girl spit. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> it made the girl spit, and it cuts to another scene of a guy like just like just taking a spit. Yeah, I was, I was like, yeah, I was like, hold on. And it was, it was like a, it was like a bucket of water. He kind of made it cut to. I was, I was like, Ew. yo, hold. On. And he like, I was like, I was like, hold on. <laughs> I was like, you guys are ridiculous. But speaking of Resident Evil 8 Village demo, if it's on PC, I definitely will do, be doing a, a playthrough. I know I, try, I tried it with Cyberpunk. I'm still going to do Cyberpunk here and there. But Resident Evil 8 is a fan. Of, well, Resident Evil games in general is a fan favorite of mine. So I won't be doing that if it's on PC. If I can hook it up on my PS4, it'll, I know. I'll try it. I love my PS4. Okay. All right. I will so, do a, a walkthrough. To reiterate what he's saying, for those of you who don't know, for those of you people who just want to you know, listen to our sweet, milky voices, you know, <clears throat> on said podcast, he's talking about the fact that there is two main female antagonists in the next Resident Evil. She pops up at the end of the demo, but the other witches, if you will, are lookers, if you will. But they have maggots in their mouth, bloody mouths, and all that bullshit. But of course, you know, the internet's into that kinky shit, so yeah. But a lot of the main memes come from the eight foot, maybe nine foot uh, woman, Lady Dimitriesu or Dimitrescu? Dimitrescu or something like that. She's eight foot tall. She has a big white dress on, and forgive me for saying this. She has some big mommy milkers. Oozing. She's oozing. She's busting out of her top, and she's kind of the older type. So a lot of people, are, you know, get it. Like I said, are anti the kinky shit. So the fact that her main entrance was the fact that she walks in, comes up to you, 
chokes you and then everybody's all like yeah you know like all that bullshit but it's just the fact that like a lot of people like i said are into the kinky shit so like when she starts choking everybody started making tiktoks and videos and shit even markiplier joined into it but he said he's not a he, it's not objectifying it's i guess it's just feeding into what the fuck they want so a lot of people are like yes own me and all that bullshit but hey you do you yeah, I, I ain't mad at you. But that is the meme he's talking about. It's hilarious. I, fi- I find them hilarious. But I, I, <laughs> if, I, if I can give you any advice, <laughs> do not, and I repeat, do not look up the hashtag on Twitter. You will be traumatized. Because like he said, the internet is quick. And what I mean by they're quick is that they're quick. And for those of you who do know about the certain rules of the internet, I will direct your attention to the uh, rule of the internet uh, 34. So, for those of you who don't know, rule number 34 of the internet is that if if it exists, it can be not safe for work. And I'll let you guys fill in the blank. Because it, it's 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 not good. I promise you. Don't look up on Twitter. If anything, look up the demo on uh, YouTube. But I advise you strongly not to hashtag it on Twitter because you will be flooded, and I mean punched in the face with a lot of Rule Thirty Four content from these quick fingered, quickly nimbled artists. Getting the getting that clout from Twitter. And that's been my public safety announcement. Don't do it. I've done the task for you, and I can tell you it's not worth it. Take my word for it, damn it. It is what it is. Just leave it leave it alone. Watch it on YouTube. And go about your day. If you have said, you know, kinks or fetishes, more power to you. But What else you got for us, HG? What else you want to talk about? Um, you guys, uh, thank you guys for supporting us, yo. Yes. Uh, thank you guys. Uh, I just got my uh my black mixology hoodie actually. Guys, How you like it? I love it. I love it a lot. It fits pretty good. So it fits good. It fits really good. The uh, <laughs> the work on it is amazing. I like it, yo. I think I'm gonna cop another one for a friend or for me again. Me too. I get it like in a different color. Facts. Uh, I, I I like it, yo. I I'm, I'm wearing it right now, and uh, it's giving me uh, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling my, I'm feeling I'm feeling good. Hell yeah, brother. Yeah. But uh, we wore it out. Actually, uh, a couple of our friends saw. It. They're like, oh, those the hoodies? Yeah. Like, yes, how much do I gotta pay you? He he's like basically shut up and take my money. <laughs> but I love it, yo. And other than that, you guys, uh, thank you guys for supporting us again. I'm yes. gonna try to stream uh, this Resident Evil Eight Village. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, I'm a, I'm a definitely doing the streams at night because I feel like it's a more of a, a scary game. And oh, yeah. I don't know if you guys know, I, I'm a jumpy guy when it comes to scary games. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> and a little dark jump scare games. I'm a scary guy. I jump a lot. So that'll be a fun, fun thing to do. But other than that, <laughs> tax season is up. <laughs> get your W2 oh. out. You know, <laughs> get that money. Hopefully get that money, you know. Once you get that money, do what you want with it. But thank you guys. I've been your uh, co-host, Emperor Black, King Black 20. Um... Thank you guys for coming out. This is episode 12, yo, 12. And, uh, Wheel. yeah. And for Black, and, I see you guys, yeah. And to close out, we'd like to do a, also a special thanks to Janine, my mother, for actually putting her time into making these hoodies for us. And we appreciate everything that you've done for us. 
uh, we love you and we hope that we continue mm. to help us, you know, grow our, what is it, our, our what's the word? Are brand. Brand. brand, yeah. There you go. But other than that, uh, another little seamless plug, one of my good friends, aka slash my brother, is actually, he actually started his own little, like, clothing line. It's called Metropolitan. Hey. Uh, you can follow him on, what is it, Instagram? So if you want, it actually, this, his stuff looks actually pretty good. I like it. I might order some myself. Hopefully one day we might do a collab. But if you, again, it's going to be the gentleman JC. And it's going to be on Instagram. Brand is Metropolitan. The merchandise actually looks really fucking good. No cap. But other than that, that was my closing little shameless plug. Uh, again, like you said, it's been HG, the yeah. kingest of blacks or the blackest of kings. Yeah, one, more, one more thing. Um, Go for it. So one of our day one fans, happy birthday. Uh, moving Missy, you've been a great friend. And I know we're going to party up tomorrow. Just let you know, we love you, care about you. You're probably not going to listen to this episode, but we're going to turn up with Oof. you tomorrow. A tear has been shedded. <laughs> Facts. Well, happy birthday to my friend. Happy Boo birthday. Misty. Happy birthday, Boo Misty. Shout out to you. Shout out. It's your boy, uh, King Black 20, Emperor Black, Sucky Gamer Black, a.k.a. all those AKAs. And yeah, my host... black as fuck then. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> they had no idea. He said, no. <laughs> he said, the head came with the hoodie. <laughs> <laughs> but it's been me and my, my host. The house of kids. Yep. And we see you guys next week. Peace out. Like Miss Yes, sir.